how would you deal with rejection from a woman? Not a breakup, but simply just her choosing to go date someone else instead of me. Thank you, guys. Do her best friend. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I had, a, I had like two seconds where I was actually going to try to think of like a real answer. And then Dusty just, fuck her yeah. best friend. Yeah, that like, was oh, a real okay, answer for done. Dusty. Hey, everybody. Welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding. Now, I think this is episode 180, but Scott does funny things with how he puts Could these be. out, so I'm not sure. Could be 181. Could be. Who knows? Round we'll there. see. Of course, we've got Dusty Hanshaw, my co-host, and uh, Scott McNally, our producer, on the line, as always. And uh, I want to remind you all to like, share, subscribe, and comment. Ring the bell. Yes. Ring the bell. There you go, Dusty. And um, what else we got going? Oh, yeah. Mutant, of course. You know, major sponsor of the show. Where's the chest? Where's the chest? There's there the go. chest, and then there's the hat. Um, yeah. So, mutant, uh, go on iammutant.com and use our code Dusty20 or Big Ron20. Put Dusty first. And, uh, yeah, put Dusty first, you know? Put giver. Dusty first. Fucking giver. People, people need to realize, Dusty, that to a certain extent, your money is my money and my money is your money since we always buy each other dinner and we don't ever pay <laughs> attention to how much the bill is. And <laughs> Just roll. Just roll with it. So, so I have this. Is, let's talk about this to start with because I had this conversation the other day with someone. So yes. I noticed that younger people don't split bills. Huh. Like older people do, like or I mean, don't don't cover bills like older people do. Young younger people always want to split everything. Have yeah. you noticed that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And older people are like, like guys like me and Dusty, like my close buddies, were like, oh, I got this one. Yeah. And then you just assume that he'll get the next one, and if you forget, you just get just start a coin and. And just start over, and it all comes out in the wash. Because if you're really good friends, you're gonna be having lunch here and there, blah 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 blah. And it just all comes out in the wash. And you know, I like my training partner and I. We always take turns buying stuff, and like, you know, hey, you might get lucky, and it's Wendy's this time, and the bills, you know, forty bucks, and you throw That's it on bad. your card, and then and then and then the next time you go out to eat, it's you know, you're at a steakhouse, and the bill's like one hundred and forty dollars. And it's the other guy's turn to pay. And it's like, hey, that's just how the cookie crumbles, buddy. <laughs> right? And just, it call. all comes out in the wash. Yeah, yeah. So Dusty and I, that's the type of friends we are, where we just, hey, did you pay for the last one? Yeah, I think I did. Okay, I'll pay for this one. You know, and it doesn't right. <laughs> matter if it's the McDonald's stop or the, or the fucking Brazilian steakhouse stop. It's your turn. So yeah. you just buck up and suck up and pay it. And I notice, I think, now that viewers can correct me, this is where we'll get the feedback. Yeah. See, Scott? I'm engaging it's good. the audience. Uh, well, it's good, too, because we we're we learn stuff and we stay yeah, in touch so I, with and, what's and going and on. I want to know. You know? Yeah. I want to know. Like, is and yeah. maybe it's a regional thing or a generational thing, but who, who splits bills with their really good friends? Obviously, if mm. you're like eating with a group of people you don't really know or whatever, you know, that's different. But, yeah. um, you know, when you're going out with your really good friends, like your training partner <laughs> or your best buddy, you know, who do you take turns paying the bill? Do you even look at the bill? Do you give a shit what the bill is? Like, how does how do people treat the bill? That's I'm kind of curious. I have a follow up question for our audience. Um, how many of you feel awkward if somebody else says, hey, I'm going to get the bill? 
Like I, I don't. I, I would rather. I would rather be the guy, even if I didn't have a lot of money. Like no matter what stage of my economic life I was in, <laughs> I would be the guy who would be like, "Yeah, I got it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. No matter what." <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I would say I tend to offer to pay the bill a lot. I'm a bill payer type of guy, but that's just one of the ways that I show hospitality or whatever. Everyone has different, everyone, you know, there's the five love, love languages. That's Ron's love language. Right? Then there's yeah. the, the, maybe there's, go. maybe there's, maybe we've got to write a book on the friend languages, you know, like, <laughs> you know, yes. the way I speak friend, the way I speak friend is I got this. There you go. You know, you I was, uh, I went out with Dante one time and we had, uh, it was earlier in our in our friendship, but he had done a ton for me. So we went out to a nice steakhouse in San Diego. I did like the sneak away, give the lady the card, right? Ah. Get, get it covered before. Sit down, don't say a word. Then yeah. when he's like, "Oh, can we get the bills," like, "Oh, he covered it." And I'll never forget because Dante looked at me and he was like, "Hey, man, I appreciate that, but don't ever do that again." I get the bill. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like. Okay, and he, he he literally, you know, it's it's just his deal. So this is interesting. I think more importantly, Dusty has actually been in the same room with Dante, verifying he that exists. Dante is okay. Yeah, I just right. that's what right. I was, okay. Yeah. That was that's what was yeah. I was wondering the whole it's time. It's important <laughs> that one of the three of us uh, yeah. have like yeah. a real eyewitness account. <laughs> yeah. of this is a him real actually thing, being a person. Actually, yes. yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. True, yeah. true story. Uh, it was funny because someone asked me the other day. They're like, um, the the question they were having the discussion. Do you have any have any good friends you've never met? Yeah, and I just oh, thought, gosh, what a ridiculous yes. question. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Dante. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny, you know? I'm sure that everyone, you know, the old like, hey, this is like an old school pen pal, right? When you know, people would like back in the day would have like a pen pal. And they'd be like, well, I think this person is real. They mail a letter back from France. And then I mail a letter. And then three months later, I get a letter back and I'm getting photos. I think it's like that was like the, the prehistoric Instagram, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's very valid. Person might be Actually, real. And, and it might be real. You, I would file Dante as like a good friend with you because, like, we have a ongoing message between the three of us. That's okay. probably yeah. He's always daily. sending us financial. He's probably sending us financial advice once a week, which yeah. I either don't have the money to pay attention to. Yeah. Or he'd be like, "Hey, if you got an extra two hundred K laying around, throw it here." <laughs> You know, like Dante, I don't have 200k laying around. (laughs) Let me check my couch. One second. Yeah, let me check my couch. We called Dusty. He might have something to lend me. Dusty, there was that. uh, I got you covered. Like the the Bitcoin robot stuff when he started getting into that, and he told Andrew Barry and I both about that. And Andrew got into it. I I didn't have the time to do all that. That's the other right, thing. Right, it's right. like, hey, if you got a bunch of time and you want to invest this, like, you know, you could do something with this. And I was like, oh, right. this is really good. I just didn't, but I didn't follow through. Yeah, he's way. always up to something. He's always he is. up to something. He is. Oh, you know? Yeah. So anyways, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's kind of funny, you know? He is real. He is real, Scott. Okay, thank you. you know? I, I feel a little, I believe it a little more today. I, I think the trick to getting him on live would be slowly breaking him in to being on something. So maybe the next time Dusty actually sees him, he can get him on Instagram live for like a minute. Or just lie. That'll like crack the seal. Just call him now. 
Yeah, just call him now actually, and just like just hold the FaceTime up and yeah. just be like, oh, I was you're on the show. We might as well just, just come on the show. I was just thinking more like we we do a three way call. Yeah. And we're just talking and we just like asking questions and hit a and button. And then we just recorded it and just dropped it. And we're like, oh, by the way, you did great on the you show. Great. You didn't know yeah. you were doing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's how we do it. That's how we do it. Like the best attack. we can do is an audio only. Yeah. Or do we? And pure theft. We didn't even tell him. Just yeah, completely no, stole his that's how it works. ideas and, and boom. Scott just has to put a picture of him up for the whole hour. Yeah. And the next day, I'll just, just be like, hey, Dante, here's the link to the podcast you were on. Yeah. He'd love that. Yeah. Make sure you share this. <laughs> He'd love that. Yeah, no, that might perfect. be co- covert operation number one that we got to pull. Oh, God. We got to do, gotta do. I have a question, so, by the let, way. Oh, have yeah, we had ahead. Branch Warren on the show yet? No. Why? Mike, I have a follow-up question. Why? Well, because someone asked, and like, here's the thing that's fucked up, and Ron can attest to this. Have you even to Blanche? You talk to people so much that someone was like, you guys should have Branch on the show, and I'm like, didn't we? Nope, never and have. And I was like, did we not? And that it's would be funny like because easy... I said no, and then I second-guessed myself. Huh. That's what I'm saying. So we got to call him. I just, I was like, we got to get him on, and then we have, have we had Dennis on yet, James? No. Oh, okay, because he told me he'd do it too. I literally can't remember who we've had on the show half the time. Okay, okay, yeah. So, let's make those yeah, things gotta, happen. Those would be uh, yeah, those, those would be two awesome. Would both be great. Yeah, yeah. I'd love that branch. He's branch is a more of a character than people realize. Like the, the way his brain functions, it's just kill mode all the time. Like can only imagine, he walks. Like I remember we were doing a guest pose. We were walking through a casino. And he was prowling like like we were hunting a boar or something. Yeah. I finally yelled at the French, where are you going? And he goes, the show. And I'm like, why are you walking so angry? He goes, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought we were like going to kill someone. Something. Yeah. Yeah. I was waiting for, you know, the big knife that he has for when he goes on those boar hunts. I thought he had it with him. And I was like, we're going to go kill somebody. Oh, my God. And, and here's the well, thing. We weren't. He's not as we big as he it. used to be. He's probably not quite no. as strong as he used to be, but that just means he's faster. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, I think he'd be way more dangerous. He, yeah. Though. Way more dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I would much rather have to deal with Branch Warren when he was monster than now because he would just kill you. It would be yeah. terrible. Yeah. Hopefully quick. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. I know, I know, I know exactly what tough. you mean about how. I know exactly what you mean. There, I just messaged Branch again. Nice. Okay, good. Okay. What are you doing now? So yeah, right he now? walks like he walks like he's like he kind of walks like he's like his head leads, yeah. like yeah, you know, like a predator. Yeah, where the head is like yeah, like a predator. Like he's like like he's in a hurry. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yep. What are you doing? Looking for food. <laughs> We're gonna kill it. Okay. I remember Brian Dobson saying that when him and Branch would go camping, he was like, I'd, I'd have to bring just so much meat. Just pounds and pounds of meat to feed him every night. The guy just <laughs> literally just, I can picture it, just tearing meat from bone. Yeah. He doesn't even yeah. cook it. No. Um, I'm just starting rumors now. Yeah. <laughs> he just holds it over the flame. He holds raw pieces over the fire for a second like a marshmallow. On his fork. And just, just, tin, yeah, just tinges each piece. This is like oh, Chuck God. Norris lore at, at this point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what we've done. Yeah. I know. I know. So I have to mention our, uh, we got a lot of feedback about the Rami episode. Yes, good and bad. Good and bad. Some people good and bad. weren't happy with our with your your, your thoughts. 
I was pretty middle of the road. <laughs> yeah, Scott, not accurately rated. Yeah, yeah, he's got him accurately rated as whatever the fans say he is. Yeah. Accurately rated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Makes I sense. know. So, so uh, now, how did you feel about how did you feel about what we said after it was over? Who me? Like, because you know. Well, no, when I when you read all the comments, like you know, did you think, huh? Maybe you know these people have a point. Or maybe I just was people, so fascinated, know. man, because I love whether whether you like uh, Rami, whether you don't like Ooh. Rami. I was absolutely I fascinated with the level of passion that I saw in bodybuilding because there was people who got behind him like so strongly. And here's the thing: a lot of times, if you really care about, if you really like somebody, people are like, "Oh, you're riding that guy's dick," and they, it's not cool to be totally right. on board with a bodybuilder or to really be totally on board with anything. You got to have like a little bit of like, oh, really, I don't care. But you know what? There are people who like legit love Rami. He's the coolest thing in the world in bodybuilding to them. I love seeing that. At the end of the day, it's we have to remember that it is all personal opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like there are so many different like perfect bodybuilders out there. But to, to hear those people voice their opinions, man, I loved seeing that because that tells me that bodybuilding is alive and well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, no, agree. And, I, think, and, it's, I think it's good to hear the people talk that don't know. It's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they know what they like. I like to hear no. these younger, less experienced people that have no perspective speaking their minds. That's what Dusty just said. What's no, so, so uh, funny, this is what made me laugh though, Ron, was so I, I got a few like death threats. Um, there was white powder in my mailbox earlier. Um, you got I, the anthrax I, I letter, I, I did you? I thought anthrax was over, but apparently not. Right. But what made me laugh was I'm like, okay, so these guys watched every second of the video and didn't get the very end where Ron and I both said, we really hope to be proven wrong. In right, three weeks, right, four weeks, whatever right. it was. I'm like, I I'm even excited. said I want to be wrong. Yeah, but I think right. here, here's going to be the one thing I'm going to say, and I would love for Ron to do this because he's on this level. I would love a text to go to Chad Nichols that says, "Who's the best Mr. Olympia of all time?" Hmm. And I will bet almost everything. The answer comes back, Ronnie Coleman. I'd be stunned if it didn't. And think about. I would love Chad's perspective on the top 10 bodybuilders of all That'd time. That'd be interesting. Because he worked with, you know, so many of them, also guys who didn't win the Olympia. And I know yeah. he wouldn't answer directly Rami versus Flex right now, but I'd love to know later yeah. what, what, who he thinks, you know. This this will be funny because he might actually answer Ron quickly. You never know. He might not even be awake yet, though. He's a late guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved seeing that though. So it was cool. It was cool to see that level of interaction. You know what I mean? See yes. what he says. This would be great. I'm gonna laugh when he comes back and he's like, "That's so obvious." And it's like, you know, uh, some no, like like somebody way in the past. Like I'm like, oh. Samir Benut was the best ever. Oh right, right, <laughs> the right, 19, right, right. The 1980 Arnold. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, it was good. Yeah. I agree with you, Scott. It was good to see the passion. It sort of like um, reminded me, like, I know every Mr. Olympia has his fans, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. all the Mr. Olympias have, like, their group of really, like, I guess, rabid fans that think that they're just the best. 
But the Rami fans, I guess they sort of remind me of Dorian's fans. Oh, like, yeah. Very, very, like, I was one of those people, right? Very, very set. Like, yeah. there is no arguing this. Like, you know what I mean? That sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Sort of reminded me. Some of the stuff they were saying, like, you don't have any idea what they're saying and what are you looking at? And I was like, oh, I kind of remember saying that. Think about the oh, level yeah. that Rami has inspired them then. Because that's yeah, really yeah, what yeah. it comes down to. Like, you love the bodybuilders you love because they inspire you. You see something in them. Even if, you, even if you're not thinking to yourself, like, one day I'm going to look like Rami. Just, I don't know. It, it, to me, that's... That's what's really awesome about it, you know? And I will say that that last video that went up of him where he was wearing the shorts, so you couldn't see his legs, but, you know, they're just stupid huge. Yeah. And and he's just doing the quarter turns and the, the round of poses. Do you remember those? I, yeah, video? I saw that. He, he, that was, I mean, that was <clears throat> fucking impressive. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, Instagram, of course, doesn't, like, count, you know? It, you know what I mean? So you kind of go, well, that video is pretty crazy, but let's just see, you know, like how this works out. Like, because I mean, you know, the front double, like the side chest, the back, like it was just, they were just ridiculous shots, yeah. you know? And he did look like he's on track to be better. So that uh, were pretty exciting, you know? Yeah, but, that's, I mean, that's what mass, some of some of his fans were saying that they're like in before he didn't even train for a full year that was him well, that's, with a bunch I mean, of time yeah, that, off so just wait that, you know a, yeah i know that was yeah. what the guy at the anthrax and, said um <laughs> very similar you know, I, but i can't and wait didn't he have like die. doesn't he have like a lot of kids and stuff like yeah i, I don't know I, I know there's been periods where he wasn't even training so you know what Shit. I, I have to de- I have to derail us because now you guys have got derail. my curiosity going. One or two guys that you're most excited to see at the Olympia this year. Two guys that we're most excited to see at the Olympia. That that's really tough yeah, like, question. Because like I know for me, based on what I'm seeing, and I'm hoping because I, I love him, is I think Hunter Labrada is gonna be fucking nightmare. At the Olympia, uh, he's that was one of the names I was going to say because of he's what he's been doing. And we've seen it all year. We've seen him doing it all year. It's no no mm-hmm. surprise. Like you know, we see the videos he puts up training, and it's like like precision destruction. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean. Like the intensity's oh, yeah. off the charts, and you can tell the exercises he's he's doing are you know curated for exactly what he's looking to achieve and. You know, everything that he's doing seems so um, tailored for exactly what he's trying to do. That's just the vibe I get from Hunter. And with his dad Mm -hmm. around, like, I just see that mentality as, like, very, very tough to beat. You know, like, what do we need to do for me, period? It's not about anything else. I think some guys get caught up in, like, other things. But... They just seem like they're. That's just the vibe I get. I don't know why I get that vibe from them, but that's just how I see Hunter and his camp is like, you know, very, very focused on exactly what he needs to do. And it's like, I mean, the pitchers. I mean, they're you know that improvement shot he put up from the back. Oh I was God, like, Jesus! Like yeah, you were bonkers already. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, I was pulling up the list of everybody that is qualified. Because I wanted to seven hundred people. That's a lot to go through. Yeah, right. 
because I wanted to see everybody who was going to be there before I I threw my favorites uh, names in the hat. I'm going to throw that up here too while you guys look at that. Yeah, so it was Rami in first, Curry in second, Hadi in third, Hunter in fourth, Nick in fifth. Ah, That's where it was. There we were go. One That's spot. Why, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The top five. And then I can't remember who sixth was. Who was? Can you say who was? I, my my headphones fell out there for a second. Can you oh, say that again? Uh, yeah, it was Rami, Curry, Hadi, Hunter in fourth. Yep. And Nick in fifth. Nick in fifth. And then where is Ian? Oh, uh, I think it wasn't Ian seventh. Okay. I thought. Anyways, well, I just have a top five in front of me here. But as you've said, we aren't here to do actual news. No, 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 no. Don't come to Never, us for year old contest results. But I've got the Don't list come to us for two day old contest results. Nick Walker, no. I'm excited to see Nick. Brandon Curry, I'm excited to see him. Hottie, absolutely. Hunter. Sean Clarita. What about Sean Clarita? I think they're Sean not going to the open. The, they're not going to. No, no. I don't think so. Oh, uh, Bonac got sixth. Ian got seventh. Bonac. Oh, we forgot about Bonac. That's right. Always in there, being nosy. Justin Rodriguez got eighth. Akeem yeah. got ninth. Yeah. <clears throat> but there's a lot of people it's I'm excited to see. To me now. Looking at this list of this the the upcoming lineup. There's a lot of people I'm excited to see here. These guys are just, I, I really, I want to see, you know, I really want to see what Brandon brings. I've been following him for so long and, you know, I'm excited to see, because like we talked about in the last episode, it'd be cool to see him really nail it and he would have the potential, you know, he's like logistically the powers that be could easily let him win, right? Like he's not going to have to like put in more time, right? So if yeah, he came yes. in right and Rami didn't and he came in, you know, a little bit better. They could they could give it to him for sure. It was you know close. Brand, Brandon has a distinct psychological advantage. You yeah. know how the judges the judges are being as subject or objective as they can be, but they're still humans. Yeah. And the fact that he's already won an Olympia gives him the coin toss in a tie. Technically, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean. Even if it's just in the minds of the judges without them realizing it. Like let's say it was a dead. To coin toss between you know brandon and someone else like let's say rammy blows it yeah just is like fourth you're and gonna get a shot and it jesus well i'm just saying but let's just say <laughs> let's just say something happened where let's say it was like a toss-up between a couple of other guys and brandon mm -hmm. brandon has the advantage yeah for sure you know so um you know that's that works for him i'd say if i had to pick two guys i would say hunter mm-hmm and I would say Brandon or Rami. That's tough because, like, you know, I'm excited to see what right. happens with Rami. Like, you know, it's hard yeah. to not be excited to see him. But Brandon, yeah, I'd say Hunter and Brandon if I had to, like, you know, not pick Rami. Yeah. And then you, other guys, other guys that I will mention just because I am excited to see them. But, uh, you know, is is Ian and and I'm excited to see Hollingshead. Yeah, those are my buddies. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I want to scream my head off for Ian and Hollingshead. And, and I mean... Who knows what's going to happen? Those pictures of Ian are ridiculous. Like yeah, he's, he's just incredible. going into he's just going into fuck you territory now. He's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm just going to get so crazy thick. Like he's into Dorian Yates size now, <laughs> carrying at his height. You know, yeah, he's oh, yeah. he's he's a freak, genuine. So I'm pretty excited. 
I feel like last ahead, year Scott. for um, James Hollingshead, I feel like it, it wasn't his best showing, you know? And I feel like yeah. regardless of where he places this year, this could be a hell of a redemption year for him Absolutely. just by, you know, bringing the best look he can and, and having come in full, dry, hard, all of that. Because he has a great physique. And I, I think that a lot of us, like in people who are watching podcasts and people who are watching Fuad and all that, like we all know him, but I feel like there is a bigger group of bodybuilding fans that maybe hasn't hasn't caught on yet and then they saw him at the olympia and they're like eh you know this guy's all right but comparatively to the guys who are like the top placers it's like yeah nothing special right so i feel like what i would personally like to see is for him to be able to have that opportunity to prove to show the fans all the rest of those fans how awesome he well, we is. Know. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah you know yeah, yeah i know i think that could be yeah. a cool win for him regardless of where he places you know yeah. So, what do you think, so while we are um, <clears throat> derailed, Scott, top five. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just steal in the entire show with whatever the hell you, I want. You didn't. You, you didn't tell us the two people. You didn't. Yeah. Tell us the two yeah. Before that, I to told you Hunter already because that okay. was the, yeah, yeah, so yeah. the main focus. Yeah. Um, but then the 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 second for me is uh, even though I know. I want to see Sean Clarita just annihilate (laughs) everyone. Like, I I don't think that people understand. Like, in my opinion, he is the best bodybuilder on the planet. He's incredible. Like, absolutely incredible. I mean, head to toe. If you're going pound for pound, how is he not Flex Wheeler, but in better shape? it's, It's a wild claim. It's like, it sounds... At first, it sounds like a crazy claim. You're like, "What did you just say?" But then, <laughs> when you pull out, when you pull out the calculator, or you take the photo and scale it up to the same height as Flex oh Wheeler, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. When yeah. you start doing these sorts of things, it's like, "Fuck," you know. So pick, it's pick a muscle that he doesn't have, like. Yeah. Tell me the jump to your face weakness of Sean Clarita. You don't have one. Yeah, it's not conditioning. It's not shape. It's not size. Like what structure is he? Yeah. And then also too, Dusty. Also too, he has that you know how there's a couple of like genres of bodybuilder. Like like for example, I said to someone the other day that I look at Hunter. He sort of, to me, is in the same category as Lee Priest in terms of guys that have really crazy size in their arms and legs. Hmm. Like almost, the arms and legs are almost like scaled up over other things, but it's like a cool look, so you like it. Yeah. And Lee Priest had it. Hunter has it. So now... Mm -hmm. To say the similar thing, like why we compare Flex Wheeler with Clarita, like people might not realize why we compare them, but it's the joint size. Hmm, it's true. the the tiny knees, the tiny that's what is drawing our eye. The tiny, tiny wrists, the like it's the frame is super small. And when you look at Flex Wheeler and you think in that terms, you're like, Oh yeah, that is why his shape is so crazy. Cause a lot mm-hmm. of people, you know, they don't know bodybuilding as well. They just think they're looking at a guy with round muscles and they don't understand mm-hmm. what that means. Part of it is that the, the, the skeletal structure is very fine. 
and mm. the muscle added to it is like disproportionate in like a really radical way yeah and it creates that 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 crazy shape that he has so i mean i mentioned yeah. this one time before but the first interaction which is so cool that i had with brandon curry was 2019 i was talking about him on uh, bodybuilding nerds radio with vj he listened to that show and we're we're talking about how uh, the old school guys um, prided themselves on having small joints. Like uh, Frank Zane actually like put out his joint measurements. He had like yeah, a, they used to measure them. He had like a seven inch wrist. Okay, so yeah. Brandon Curry does this video on Instagram. He's like, hey, I'm doing this shout out to my boys Scott and VJ Bodybuilding Nerds Radio. We're gonna call it the wrist challenge. And he measures his okay. wrist. His wrist was like seven inches. Same as Frank Zane. It's like, but with no way. <laughs> yeah, it was nutty, man. It was nutty, and it was crazy because the first time I met him in person, I and, and I, I feel stupid for saying this because I was like, "You're not as tall as I thought you were gonna be." Because I just pictured like this huge guy. You know what I'm saying? But when I mm-hmm. walked up to him, we're like about the same height. It's just that his structure, his structure is such that. He can hold so much freaking muscle on it, and it, it makes it look that much more just freaky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yeah, if yeah. he was like a, a big, wide human being, it would take that much more muscle to make it look good. Yeah, and then he'd weigh like 300. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. So, <clears throat> Dusty, put you on the spot for your top five. Man, that's right. wouldn't it be incredible if Nick Walker, because like there are people out there, You we talked about Rami fans, there are people out there that are like, Nick Walker's going to fucking win this shit. Yeah. What if Nick Walker walked all the way through? What if that happened? I'm not going to say he can't because he has an incredible physique and he's young. That kid's coming up out of nowhere. What if Nick Walker was in the top three this year? That would mean, dude, what about what about all those great guys? There are so many great people. So <laughs> if Rami loses... If Rami, say, didn't come in right, and, and that's the thing, right? So when we get to the Olympia, I'm looking at this list of 30 guys or whatever this is. These are literally the 30 best human beings in the world at what we at what this sport is. So yeah. when one of them loses, it's not because they had a shitty physique or they had a wide waist. It's because they all are the best for themselves. Like Rami is the best Rami Rami can be. Brandon's the best Brandon that Brandon can be. And if they don't, that what, what, what wins and loses it for them is their conditioning, their fullness. And those are things that are so hard to control <laughs> and that you guys know. And for people yeah. who haven't peaked, like each peak is different. We could peak today and then peak a week from today the look is going to be different each time we can control a lot of factors there's some things that we just can't control because a human being our the human body is just so so if it's hard to say because it's all going to come down to the peak but the same top five guys who, who were the top five again uh last time ron they were rami brandon hottie hunter and nick could anybody could you guys see anybody let me start by this could you see anybody pushing one of them out of the top five. I think it's going to be, um, well, Bonac in six from last year is the only guy that can Mm. mix it up in there. I, I, uh, man, 
That, like that's the thing about it's such a fucking traffic jam. It really like, is. It's a crazy <laughs> traffic jam. Like like really really brutal. Yeah. Like look at a guy like look at a guy like Ian. Yeah. Look at the physique he's built. And on he's that just making improvements. Huge frame. And he carries so much mass and he's so dense and so shredded and the condition and the fullness is just fucking, you know, sliding everything up to 11. He makes other guys right? look small too, peeled, peeled. Yeah, he makes know? other guys look small and narrow and he looks great in lots of his shots, you know. Yeah, the shots and, he wins are like incredible, you know. Yeah, and 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 people aren't like throwing him into the top 5 easily. <laughs> right? Right. And that's just like crazy. To me, like, you know, I mean, I, I'd love to see Ian just fucking stomp into the top five and like fucking you would be awesome, you know, because I like really cheer for him. But but I mean, that top five is what it is. There's a strong the top five. And and does it change at all? Like, is it the same five and they just shake the shake the snow globe and set it back down <laughs> and you get the same five, right? Just in maybe slightly different order or crazy different order. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, meeting six but, through ten is going to be is still a great show. Like, there's well, going to be a lot of might, excitement in that six through yeah. ten. Like the six to ten call out's going to be mental. Like, you yeah. know, because there's like a lot of prize money difference between sixth and tenth. So, <clears throat> right. you know, <laughs> I think what's I crazy know. is going to these smaller shows um, <clears throat> and realizing that any of the guys in the top ten would have won all of the small shows hmm. yeah like if yeah. you really think about that like and I, I say top 10 just throwing a number it might be closer to seven or eight but that top top group would have beaten all of these guys and i think that that's where fans one thing fans don't realize is <clears throat> uh for example an andrew jacked i am extremely impressed by him but I don't know who he really is until I see him on that stage with those guys. Sure. Because yeah. it's a different thing. Um, you know, he might be right there. I don't know. But until you see him, I think we can all, I have to admit that I always knew Nick Walker was great, but it wasn't until the Arnold that I went, oh, fuck, you're mm. that great. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, it's another level. So I think you guys are right. I, I think the top. I'd be stunned if the top five changes as far as who they are. Um, I think it's Rami's show to lose, which is probably shocks people after last week. But if he's on, he's unbeatable. Yeah, it's uh, going to come down to peak. It's going to come down to what he brings. Um, and again, that's that's assuming Brandon, I don't know what he looks like, which is a little scary just from seeing him in person because he might mute this entire subject if he comes in sliced based on what he looked like in person in a t-shirt and actually putting my hand on his trap and being like, fuck, okay. Yeah, he was, was really big. <laughs> big, like lumpy. Brandon, I, was Brandon, like, oh. I, I know we said that on the show, but like, we just want everyone to know Brandon was like, like the biggest I've ever seen him. And we're By close. Ever. It's not like this is the and middle of like, off season. Yeah, and it's like yeah. five weeks out at the time. And I was like, Jesus. So, so let me ask you guys this. I'm going to use a Sean Ray term here. Who could upset oh the apple cart? Upset the apple cart. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So let's pick. Let's pick a dark one that'll crack into the top five and upset somebody. 
Man, I could say Nick Walker could upset the apple cart by just moving up. Because moving just up, any right, of those yeah, guys, yeah. that means somebody else is yeah. going to have to move down. And those are solidified places, if you <laughs> ask me. So if Nick, I was going to get wild, like, I would say that Hunter will win the Olympia. Whew, that right. would be like a wild statement that I think is completely possible. It's nice because you nuts. it's a ballsy statement, Dusty. But like if it happened, <clears throat> like if it happened, if, if it didn't happen, people won't remember you saying that. But if it happened, like you've got that recorded now, you know, what you can like play that back. It's like, you know, and, and just to say, like, it's not that that's not my prediction, but I really think it could happen. Like he's that good. It's I really complete. think that the new version of him, hmm. people are going to see that he's I mean, he stood there just fine last year and he annihilates who he was. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen Brandon, but I don't think anyone else that I've seen annihilates who they were last year. Based on what I've seen, I don't see Nick beating Hunter. And again, there's a lot that happens. There's peaking and all that stuff. But based on the improvements I've seen, you know, Hunter would be my pick to have people go, oh, fuck. Like, even if he made top two, it's like, how do you do that in this lineup with Brandon and Rami sitting yeah. at the top? Like, I don't think anyone's saying, well, one of those two is going to fall down. Probably not great odds, <laughs> you know. So yeah, that'll be my bold know, claim. I, <laughs> and I don't even know what to say. Like, you know, that year that Roden showed up and like outconditioned everyone, and then Phil happened mm -hmm. to be more distended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he won. So like, man, to me, that's Hottie. Hmm. Right. Like, Hottie's the guy that like could just show up. And have nothing wrong with him mm -hmm. and be far better conditioned than everyone else hmm. and just look fantastic. And the judges go, oh, Plinko, 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 bing, right. first place. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, he's, Hottie could do that too. I mean, he almost did it before. Like, remember the year, didn't he get second? Yeah, he yes. got second no. to Rami one did year. Did he get second? Oh, yeah, he did. You're right. Yeah, I thought he got second to Rami, and he won the People's Champ Award. Remember that year? That was incredible. Was like, oh, look. crazy. You know what I mean? Like, you just never know. Like, Hottie, that's the thing that all three of those guys, Hunter, Nick, and Hottie, um, they're just, fuck, crazy ability to do that. You know, Brandon, of course, already did it. Brandon already took an Olympia away from somebody. You know, mm -hmm. he already walked in and, you know, took a title, and, and that's just... Um, I'm excited. It's going to be good. I'm getting oh, excited shit. just talking to you guys. <laughs> I, I'm super lucky that um, I have tickets to go, like super lucky that I have tickets to go. And then I saw what the floor tickets are selling for. Yeah. You see the prices <laughs> on some of that stuff? Like, is it just like... Oh, like, by the way, the, the best happened? guy was third. <clears throat> oh, how do you go third? Third, got third, the year? Okay. third in third 2019, fourth in 2020. Okay, so I was third on. in 2021. I thought he got again. second. So, Third twice, okay, yeah. We yeah, already had right. people commenting. We, we were going to yeah, they're already excited on that. They're yeah. fucking, and they, they you didn't know what? They're going to screaming. At they're going to hit send anyways. Yeah, they already did. Sure. They already did. They already hit send before we we're done the sentence. Fuck, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh! They corrected it. Never mind. I didn't mean it. Send. <clears throat> you know what's yeah. bad though is is I can say That's when I was following bodybuilding younger. I would have known that to him. Like, are these fucking guys kidding? Yeah, are me they too. kidding? Me too. Like, you know what the problem it is? is weird. You get closer and you drift away from it. Whereas <laughs> when it was so far away, 
I was like, like I could argue what Ronnie weighed in 03 back in the day. I was like, he was 287, yeah. asshole. Yeah, yeah, but I, yeah, like I don't remember any of Brandon's weight. Right? <laughs> yeah. So I, I think my brain is at the point, the same point that my iPhone 10 is at, where I have to delete a, a video one. to film a new video. <laughs> <laughs> so if I'm, if I'm out and I want to like video some riding to see if I can catch a few tricks on my bike, yeah. I have to like go back and like delete like two minutes worth of old training footage that I don't need anymore. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, now I got room and then I can film it. I'm far overdue to go get a new phone, but that's where my brain's at. And you start throwing body weights at me now. I'm just like, ah, eh. not sticking. No. But no, it's this if I asked you about, you know, 95 Dorian, you would know everything still. It's like you refuse to delete that data. Right. It's like you keep the keep the nudes from the old girlfriend. <laughs> you know, you delete all the other stuff, but you keep the nudes. Like, no, that's important. I have to remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seth, come yeah. on. Obviously. I have a file for that. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I have a data stick for that. <laughs> Right, I have, oh, a data stick. I have a whole data stick that's just labeled Dorian, and all his information is on there, and I'm keeping it, and it's set <clears> aside. <throat> yeah, yeah, okay, okay. That was good. That's good. See, I mean, we weren't right. Well, we pissed people off, but it was good. We It'll be great to just see. Now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. So we have some listener questions, right? We got a bunch of them. Yeah, we do. We we had one that I wanted to it, it, let me see if I can pull these up here. We had a serious one, uh, guys. We're gonna change the the mood a little bit here. <clears throat> okay, here we go. All right. I can do it. All right, you ready? It. We need to give some advice here. Question for the next show. And by the way, guys, if you want to take part in the next show, we'd love to have you uh, comment on the next episode. I do my best to try to gather all the questions up. Plus, all those comments they help to boost the show up. You guys are freaking killing it with that. Um, Michael says, question for the next show. How would you deal with rejection from a woman? Not a breakup, but simply just her choosing to go date someone else instead of me. Thank you, guys. Do her best friend. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I had, a, I had like two seconds where I was actually going to try to think of like a real answer. And then Dusty just, fuck her yeah. best friend. Yeah, he, That like, was oh, a real okay, answer for Dusty. <laughs> all right so that's what's the next like, question um yeah well there's a lot of caveats right so is this a girl from the gym if this is a girl from the gym then the answer is run through the gym and bang as many other girls as you possibly can yeah there you go right see dusty shaking his head or another answer is get a membership at another gym for your cardio and then run through as many of them as you possibly can once again dusty shaking his head dusty knows dusty okay. approved i'm surprised you don't already have there that we membership. Go. both of those are dusty approved answers as dusty's friend i like that um there we no. go that's good that's no good i i i would i would say just you know here here's a little bit here's a little jordan peterson yes if this is the 20th or 30th girl in a row, maybe the problem's you. Mm. However, if it's not, if it's just her rejecting you and you're like, God damn, what the fuck? You just got to move on. They make girls every day. There go. are a lot of them. Yeah, and you but can... not look for the new ones that just got made. It's kind of creepy. Um... Well, no, but there's always a new crop, you know, they're making them. There's always a new set of girls his age that are, you know, coming single and 
being getting divorced and all that stuff. I don't divorced, know how old he is again. If he's 17, that might be different. That's fine. If he's 40. It's fine. It's something you have to get, you have to learn how to handle rejection. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to learn how to deal with people telling you no in life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You put on some Pantera and you sit in your car and you fucking scream the lyrics as loud as you fucking can. Yeah. And then you like go, okay, I'm okay. I'm okay. (laughs) We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. You move on, right? You move on. Move on. I think that's yep. exactly what you were saying, but in a more specific way, Ron. Yeah, and you start a second Instagram account and you harass her through it and send her all sorts of. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't want to fucking date you anyway. Yeah, I don't want to fuck you anyway. Like Socrates might have been the one with the quote. Nothing gets you over the last one, like getting on top of the next one. Something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I can't remember which philosopher went with that, but Socrates. yeah, it was one. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, something wow. more important than for Mr. Scotty. Question for the next one. Uh, uh, you have to choose some for the rest of your life. Either everything is cold or hot. That includes food, drinks, weather, shower, etc. Thanks for the continued entertainment. Fuck you, Scotty. I know, That's right? A dick question. Ron's got to go cold because of temperature. I already know that. He can't deal with hot. I, I don't know because then it's cold showers. and yeah, like, It's not fun. I'm like if, yeah. yeah but do you want to be hot in your house? Oh, Jesus. And drinking hot liquids and eating hot food. Oh, and sweating hot. all the time. It's like living in Louisiana, basically. Hot like how cream. cold? Like how cold? Fuck. Like, you know, just like, is it like, you know, like how many, is it just, you know, instead of being... I- you know, perfect temperature in your house, just like a few degrees cold all the time, like enough to annoy you. Is that how cold or is it like no heat? And you're like, yeah, but think about the like, You can't element. be like frozen because your chicken would yeah. be frozen then. So let's just say that all the numbers are adjusted to be uncomfortable either way. Yeah. Okay. I agree. With like that. annoying, right? Like it's like annoyingly hot. We're like, oh, fuck, this is pretty hot. And then it's like, fuck, this I need to put like sucks. another sweater on. Yeah. Yeah. You got to wear like wool socks in the house and stuff. I'd go with cold personally. I'm going really? with cold too. Yeah. Yeah. I think I might go with cold. In that case, if you can make it like sanely livable where you just wear a hoodie all the time. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because I can't sleep in a lot of blankets. Like, you know, that's cozy. Being hot, I couldn't even like sleep at all if it was hot. Like, I keep my yeah. house like in the 60s at night. I don't want to be hot. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And cold food doesn't bother me because I think most people, like you said, if you're just making it a little less than great, I've eaten a lot of cold chicken in my life. So cold steak, I, I like cold steak. I'll eat cold steak out of the fridge, like on purpose. If I'm just having a piece of steak cold before steak bed is good. or something, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, ah, fuck, I'm gonna eat this steak before bed with nothing else, just a steak on a plate. Cold I've steak. A, I've got a Ron factoid. I remember oh watching a documentary and hearing them say that on uh, Alcatraz they were forced to take hot showers so that they couldn't condition their bodies to the cold temperatures because the ocean around them was freezing. And so they didn't want to, they didn't want them to get like allow themselves to get conditioned so they could handle that. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. That was something you ever see, say, you ever, isn't it dusty? That's a great, that's a great one. Yeah. Did you, did you ever see <clears throat> the original escape from Alcatraz with Clint Eastwood? I don't think so. No. It's a great movie. I saw it like a bunch of times as a kid because I remember my dad loved that movie. And it's one of Clint Eastwood's like 70s movies. Like he's, he's a lot younger in it, obviously. 
But it's it's a based on a true story about the guys who actually, you know, staged an escape from Alcatraz and they burrowed their way through their cell wall and they used like the end of a spoon and it took like years to dig the hole. And nothing else and, to do. And they made these uh like uh life preservers out of these I don't remember exactly how they did it, but they had like raincoats that they had cut and stitched together and all this stuff. And, and they, they covered the hole in the cell with like the, with the, with posters and they were, or they moved something in front of them or something. Anyways, they just took their time and, and, and after enough time, and then they put the, the, the cement that they dug out of the wall, they put it in their pockets and they'd walk out on the yard and like sprinkle it all over the ground to get rid of it. They'd empty their pockets on the out on the the yard to get rid of the dust, and um, so every night they'd dig a few pockets full out of the wall and then go drop it in the yard, and it just went on and on and on. And then they made these paper mache heads so that they could put them in the blankets and like make it look like there was a body sleeping. So they at least make it all the way to the morning cell check, you know. And it gave them enough hours to get away. And of course, you know they think they drowned. Mm. But they may have made it. You know, they talk about, I watched documentaries after about the currents in the San Francisco Bay and where they think they would have, you know, at that point in the night, if they hit the water, they would have either drifted out to sea or made the far point. And they might have made Mm -hmm. it, you know. But, Mm. um, you know, again, it's one of the mysteries. Did they actually survive the escape? But they got out and they got into the water. And they know that for sure. So, but it was a great movie back, of course, back in the 70s. So it's probably pretty dated to watch it, but. I just remember thinking it was like, you know, a real nail biter. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ryan Mansfield. Manifield. He says, uh, question for the next podcast. Where does Lee Haney rate in the all-time greatest bodybuilder ranks? Uh, whenever the topic comes up, his name never or rarely gets mentioned. And I was wondering why that was. Eight time, eight times Olympia and retired undefeated. For me, he had one of the most perfect physiques of all time, but just wanted to know what you guys think. Thanks. Lee Haney is a great topic when it comes to the greatest of all time because I think it happens with all sports the sport itself gets elevated to the point where most of the guys that that legend competed against wouldn't do well anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. the same thing in hockey, you know, you could talk about how amazing Gordie Howe was, but that was an NHL in the fifties and sixties. Right. So like how big were defensemen and Mm. how fast were they? What the goals were. yeah, what are the goalies wearing? What are the rules? You know, so there's all that, all that talk and, and, and that sort of stuff kind of, it happens in all sports. And for, you know, each generation eventually gets far enough in the past that the next generation goes, oh, well, I mean, they wouldn't really be able to compete anymore. And that, you know, the current crop and all that sort of stuff. So it does, you know, like, why didn't we mention Arnold when we talked about greatest of all time? Yeah. You know, cause we're, we're thinking, well, like, you know, Arnold's not going to beat Ronnie uh, in current judging standards, you know? They talk about the greatest hockey player of all time now. And of course, everyone says Wayne Gretzky still has, you know, the stats and the, the respect and all that stuff. But then other guys will come along and go, yeah, well, 170 pounds just ain't going to cut it anymore. Hmm. Like, you're not one, you're not going to be 170 skating up the boards in today's NHL. You'll just get fucking turned into f- squash bug. <laughs> 
you know exactly like so so that's that's you know that's how people kind of like you know but i guess back to the main point is is lee was incredibly dominant and definitely i'd say lee was possibly the most dominant mr olympia Hmm. for a while for sure do you know what i mean like there's you know yates had really tough competition he had flex wheeler kevin lebron sean ray you know um and you know arnold had some close calls like you know he had a couple you know that were close you know but um uh, you know lee haney kind of just kind of killed everybody for like you know a long time yeah and he retired so, I know when he was Ronnie 11 years old but yeah well that's another <laughs> yeah. thing right right lee didn't lee retire at 31 something like that I think yeah. So, yeah he retired 31, at 31 yeah. with eight uninjured. wins <laughs> and no incredible. injuries that's incredible you know so yeah that he's definitely in the mix to discuss you know relative greatest of all time um you know incredibly dominant he is one of I my feel favorite. like if you look at if you look at lee so like if you plopped arnold into today's bodybuilding with the drugs with the supplements with all those things i still don't see his body hanging um right but if lee did all that stuff i think he'd be ruining people <laughs> I think it'd that's, be that's, ruining people. So, right. I, my knee jerk when you when the question was asked was third, just because I think that Phil and Ronnie are, and I hate to say this because I'm such a Ronnie fan, but I think Phil and Ronnie are a coin flip. Hmm. I really do, and I know that sounds crazy, but the more I went back and looked, and Ron and I have talked about this off air many times. You go back and look at Phil, you appreciate him more and more and more. Yeah. I remember thinking it was close between him and Kai. Now I look at pictures, I'm like, it was never close. <laughs> never. No, I never close. once had anyone beating Phil. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, but yeah, so, so to me, with those thoughts, I would say he's probably the third best all time. If, if not, you know, you could argue even further, yeah. but, you know, those two to me are just so cemented. And I saw him live. And that does play a bit of a role in your thoughts. You know, because yeah, I never, Dorian yeah. was done when I was really watching bodybuilding. It was looking back in <clears> retrospect <throat> and seeing pictures. And, and like I've told, said on the show many times, like Chris told me I have no idea what Dorian was because I never saw him in person. Hmm. He's like, it, it was a right. different thing in person. So, yeah. A different yep. perspective on Dorian. I remember hearing interviews. With, uh, with guys that uh, John Hansen had done. Uh, speaking of which, I'm going to mm-hmm. record with John later John. this week. I'm yeah. excited. He's cool. We're going to talk about the gear that guys used to use back in the day because he's right talked on. to all those guys. But people, I remember hearing on his show, uh, Bodybuilding Legends, people saying that when Dorian came in, like there were people that said like bodybuilding died at that point because he was just mm. too big. Right. It's yeah, interesting. I remember that, that. There's a definitive line. Oh, that's disgusting. It's too much. That's not bodybuilding anymore. And now yeah. when I look at today, you know, by comparison, like, all right, we're so, I don't want to use the word jaded, but desensitized. We know what mass can be. Like, Dorian's like, yeah, mm-hmm. he looks good. He looks real good. But there's guys that are bigger, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 I remember, like, towards the, at the end of the 90s there, like, you know, 96, 97, you know, everyone was, there was a lot of people in the 
in in like the bodybuilding circle, you'd hear them say, "Of course, this is before the internet too. They're not. This isn't online. This is like when you go to shows, when you talk to the old guys that judge, when you talk mm-hmm. like you know all the people you used to see before the internet, right? The people in your yeah. actual bodybuilding community." Um, You'd hear a lot of them saying like, oh, yeah, you know, the mass monsters are out of control. You know, Dorian and now you got Nasser and Marcus Rule coming up and this is just getting out of hand. And don't worry, this is just a phase. <laughs> no, this this can't continue. You know, this will become unmarketable and, and unprofitable. And they'll I mean, as soon as magazine sales start dropping from having these guys on the covers, you know, it'll all go back to like. You know, Flex will start winning. Sean Ray will start winning. I remember hearing people say that to me. No kidding. Huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they just thought it was like a little phase, you know? And then everyone just kept getting fucking bigger, you know? (laughs) All right. Here's a question for us. Um, It's howdy y'all. And it's a staple greeting as a Texan. I like that. Huh. Uh, Great show, fellas. Quick question for the next show. Any advice? on someone making the switch from powerlifting to bodybuilding. Thank you for the time, content, and humor. Y'all have made me a new big fan of bodybuilding. Sorry for the YouTube name, haha. PJ Lurker 420. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'd say he's in his pajamas. Yeah. Lurking on the internet, stoned out of While his mind. smoking weed. Yeah, yes. possible. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'll give you one line. And it's the advice that I was given when I was 14 years old by a guy at the gym. And he said, because there were powerlifters in my gym, so they were always squatting in the corner or something, right? And he said, a powerlifter uses body mechanics and positioning to make a heavyweight feel light. And a bodybuilder uses biomechanics and positioning to make a lightweight feel heavy. Don't ever forget that. Great. It's the foundation. And I just say that coming from a powerlifting background, I do see powerlifters that tend to convert to bodybuilding, but they continue to use biomechanical advantage type powerlifting stances and grips for almost everything because it, they just want to lift really heavy. So you see them, you know, five, six plating all the hammer machines and, you know, doing, uh, you, know, I'm, you know, obviously, you know what I mean, when they, when they yeah. should be like relearning how to row because like some power lifters don't really know how to row that well like they don't really it's not a thing they're deadlifting right right so they're doing rows right. as like an accessory exercise and a lot of times it's just all about just getting as much range as they can and working the whole back but the precision bombing that bodybuilders do is like a, a new thing to a lot of them so i would just say you know there's a lot there's a lot left to explore on how to move weights I would add to that. Um, <clears throat> one thing I find bodybuilders, especially younger bodybuilders, get lost in is the rules. Control the negative. Do this. And I'm not saying, I mean, I've preached that those things are good, but don't lose track of where you're feeling the, the yeah. body. You know, if you're doing a movement and you're pull, like, slowly controlling the negative on, say, a tricep movement, but you're not feeling that negative in your tricep, then it's a waste of fucking time. Yeah, you know, same thing. I mean, curls are notorious for that. I see guys mm. slowly controlling the negative, but but by watching their body, you can tell their front delt is what's actually bringing it down slow. And it's like, yeah, the arm is not that even doesn't matter even moving. Yeah. it's just the front delt. Yeah, mm. 
Yeah. yeah. So the, the big thing that I like to press with people when they're trying to get into bodybuilding is, and, and I think of this in the gym when I watch people do dumb shit, is I want to ask them, like, not even being a dick, but just say, okay, what do you think that's working? And now ask me or tell me, do you feel it there? Because I think at the end of the day, that's what it really breaks down to. You know, if you're um, feeling a movement very, very well and you're seeing change, mm-hmm. I don't really give a shit if you're doing it right or wrong. If you're feeling it where you want to feel it, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I say right or wrong as long as you're safe. But that's the big factor I look at with powerlifters. I would say to myself, okay, but where am I feeling it? You know, and if you are, right. great. And the only other thing is drop the dosage because you guys take too many drugs. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the drug okay. cycles scare me. Anyways, moving forward. Does, the, the, what's, what's, what's a power, what's like a stereotypical powerlifter drug cycle in your mind? Like kind of just joking oh. around. What would you say? Uh, here's Anna, the thing. Anadrol I mean, is the, in there. That's for sure. Right? Anadrol trends like high doses of them. I mean, basically anything that, anything that makes your liver quiver and bladder splatter, they're <laughs> doubling the dose on Liver quiver and bladder splatter. Okay. Oh, goodness sakes. Yes, frightening. That's funny. Okay. All right. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see here. We had one. Um, oh, that one got big. LD Physique. So, Scott, any chance we can get Dusty to talk about training? For like a two-hour episode, the guy is honestly a wizard. Um, I would put him up against anyone when it comes to the knowledge on training. And then we had somebody else saying that they supported that. And then I asked them that we did that one episode. Remember, Dusty, where we talked all about DC training for the whole episode while Ron was away. And um, then I wanted to mention Vert at the bottom added uh, and include Dante on that conversation as well. Just something to bring up for you guys to talk about and go. You know what I think is cool? And my, my knee jerk on that actually would be if we were going to do a show all about training, I would want to have like three people with different views roundtable training because that's really what comes into play. Like I appreciate the, the, the comments, but I really think that my expertise in training is pretty narrow for what I do. And I think there's a lot more to add to it if you bring – you know, other people that train different styles and things into the mix, which could kind of help people because sometimes when you're talking about a training that you do and you really prescribe to, it sounds like you're selling it. Yeah. yeah. And then people, like they walk away and they're like, that's how I got to train. And it's like, no, it's not how you have to train. It definitely works, but there's other ways. And you should kind of, in my opinion, you should tinker and figure out which ones there are. You know, I mean, Ron and yeah. I both put on a lot of mass over you know years for guys with you know mediocre pot you know a little better than medium genetics shitty but totally yeah <laughs> totally um different styles i mean shouldn't say totally but within reason if you really broke down i mean ron moved fast and did high intensity training i moved slower than i was like a power lifter in the gym and did that kind of training so you know the the results point being were pretty similar as far as for our body types. So I'd love to do something like that though. Cause I get, I enjoy talking training. I hate talking drugs. I just find them boring. It's not exciting to me at all, but training you can get behind because I think that's the, that's the lost art that, you know, I saw you shared it too, Ron, that Lane Norton uh, post was genius. Yeah. Yeah. Lane, I'll pull that up. 
the, yeah, that the was Lane Norton no, post no, no. got a lot of love. It was just a couple slides. He said, don't get me wrong. I love science. I think researching optimal methods is great, but many of the people I see getting caught up in what is optimal for every single variable don't even push themselves hard enough for it to matter. Hmm. The magic they're looking for is in the work they're avoiding. And he said, um, wow. You know, there are, they, they spend so much time looking for optimal exercises, reps, set number, frequency, volume, but hand position, time of day to train, knee sleeve, shoots, shoes, belts, etc. But they don't even push themselves through the pain. This is why suboptimal bros often look better than the optimal geeks. Hmm. That's a great post. Because you know, at the end of the day, yeah, and he said like, um, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of the, you know, you'll get a science geek, I guess, as he's calling them in this post. And they'll say you cannot out science hard fucking training over a long period of time. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. So many pub, many PubMed warrior, warriors will point to impressive physiques who train like bros and wonder how they got there. You know, drugs and genetics aside, uh, most of them just trained really, really hard for a really, really long period of time. And Nick, you just can't get away from it. You know, so that was just, I thought it was great. So I reposted it and the, the amount of people that like, you know, send you the thumbs up in the flames and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. those posts went like nuts, you know? That's cool. I feel it like what's missed, you know? I mean, when you really see that, that is, that's the one thing I see in the gym. And, and I know you guys both do this. I have clients send me their training and it's extremely rare on the first batch that I go, wow, yep, that's training. Right. It's very, very often that I'm like, you know, you had more. I had a guy argue with me a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I was like, you had more. No, and he goes, and he literally sent back. He was like, no, I know I was cash. So I sent the video to Turner and Tommy and said, <laughs> quick review of this. Do me a favor. And they both were like, not even close. Not even close. Like, and, and Tommy, because he knows the Dante thing, he said, when it starts to hurt, Dante always says yeah. that's when the, the set starts. Like prior to that, it doesn't fucking matter. The set starts yeah. when you hit that point, you start questioning and he was racking it there. And it was, it was nice though, because I, I showed him those. And since then, every set has gotten a little closer. And finally, one day he sent me a video and I actually watched the hack squat bury him. He came and it wasn't because <laughs> his brain went out. He went down, he yeah, went yeah. up, he went up, he went, oh, oh fuck. And down and I was like, there, now you know how to train. That's good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. I got a client who trains really hard and I hadn't seen, gotten a video from him for a while. And I go, hey, so send me a video. I want to see how training's going. And he sent me a video of him doing, it was like five plate deadlifts. And it was like, like extremely savage set, you know, where he got like six nonstop and then he like grinded out three or four more just agonizing reps where he kept his form but the pulls were just like like you know one mile an hour and he just kept grinding out these reps and i was like jesus christ and i just replied oh you're all good to go i guess like, <laughs> thanks no. for the show <laughs> i don't need i don't need to see the side laterals if the deadlift video looks like that right. I had you two know. of those run this year that like they were first time clients and I always ask, you know, within a, a, the first little bit, like, Hey, shoot those over. And this one guy, he sends me three videos over and I watched all three and I said back, all right, we're all good on training videos. If I ask for more, just say no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, say no. We're good. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Yeah. We're fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. 
Okay. All right. What else you got, Scott? Let's see here. You guys ever hear of a band called Trivium? Yes. He says, I don't. Uh, I think they're like a really metal band, like really metal. Yeah. He says, "You ever heard of Trivium? It's a heavy metal band. Started listening to them about six months ago, and they quickly became my favorite band." Huh. He's from Canada. Recommending giving the album yeah. Shotgun a listen, a true masterpiece. Shogun. 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 Oh, yes, Shogun. Which who knows? They might have a record called Shotgun too. You, you know? always tell where Scott's mind is. Yeah, thinking about guns. But, yeah. <laughs> I like that you described the album as a masterpiece. That sounds like something that Ron would say. It does. It does. 2008. Shogun. Huh. I'll check it out. I, I think they're away. very yeah, metal. Japanese restaurant. I think yeah. they're Shogun. Yeah, I think they're like, like, you know, they might be a little too heavy for me, but I will check them out. We also got a comment from Only Bodybuilding. He says, um... You should make a series called What Grinds My Gears, starring Ron Hartlow. I think he's on to something there. We should. Do you, know, you know that I like to do that gears. to Ron in person? <laughs> do you? I literally, oh, I do it all the time when we're at shows. And then George will see it. George is like basically is, is the athlete's rep. He'll walk over and he go, did you just fucking tell him that just to get him going? I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an example. Can you, can you think of one thing? Because you I do it all the time immediately. here. Okay. Yeah, no, I did it. I did it when we were, when, when we, when I came back from the bathroom in Dubai, I came up and I think Ron might've been with someone. I fucking interrupted him. <laughs> I'm like, there was a guy in the bathroom with no fucking shoes on. And oh, I we just talked had, about that here. That's right. What, what yeah, did he do? I just let him roll. What, you, well, let me. There was this up. the look <laughs> of like disgust that, because I know Ron because he's highly intelligent. He's going through in the mind because he's been in that bathroom. He knows how dirty it is. He knows yeah. there's shit water on the ground and all. I mean, and I just stood back and like nodded. You just kind of stood back and watched my brain just take over all the different reasons why I was disgusted with that concept. <laughs> he texted me. He texted me at four in the morning that night. I can't believe yeah. he was in bare feet. <laughs> all right, that didn't happen, but it would be cool. <laughs> I've done similar stuff, Dusty. You've told me stuff to get me going, and then like an hour later, I've sent you like one word. You know, yeah. like disbelief. I mean, disbelief. Truth. Oh, yes. that's gold. All right. I think we had a couple more here. There's a drug question. Let's see what Tim has to say. He says, question for the next show. I was thinking of going from TRT, 100 milligrams of test E per week, um, to my first cycle, 200 to 250 milligrams of test E per week. I am living in a country where doctors are very strict with prescriptions of test. So I have got to get my blood levels tested every three to four months at my doctor's lab. Hence, I think I need to take into account two to three weeks to bring my levels back down. Would a 12-week cycle be worth it to put on, uh, put, to put on three to four kilograms of muscle? Um, what would be the minimum cycle length you would generally recommend? Can we focus on so the fact that he thinks he's putting on four kilograms of muscle in 12 weeks? Or do yeah, we skip that? That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. Um, so going from 100 milligrams to 250 will definitely boost what he's doing, but you know that that's still pretty like 
that's a lot of gains for what he's looking to do. Yeah. Um, so I'd have to know, like, theoretically, if he's on 100 megs a week and his blood level comes back, like, top of normal, let's say. Right. Then I would, I would say he stick to, like, sipinate. Like, you wouldn't want to use Sustanon just because that can, like, really mm. stack up on you long-term and linger, you know, that, that last ester mm-hmm. that has a 28-day half-life or 21-day half-life on it. That would it's fuck bonkers. you up. Because um, you'd probably test over high normal for, like, six weeks a after month. your last yeah. shot. Monthly, yeah. at least. You know, so, um, and, and, you know, even longer. So, <clears throat> I would stick with just Sipinate um, or, or even Probe. And, and uh, you know, you could do sip for the first half of the cycle and switch to probe at the last couple of weeks, I guess. And he could run right up to a, a month before he had to get his blood tested or even three weeks if he's just using probe. And just make sure yeah. he goes completely off, you know, for the three weeks so that he can get a good number on the blood test. That would be what he'd have to do. But again, you know, everyone's different. If you're one of those guys that, you know, it's a little bit slower leaving your system or whatever, he's just got to know what he's what he's doing. Is that good how to violate medical advice? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, here's the funny thing, though, like for for real with his with his goals. um, Yeah. And knowing it sounds like he could actually get in some pretty good heat for this. You could put that muscle on with what you're doing. Hmm. You know? Yeah. There's I mean, it sounds funny, but like, what are you eating? If if, if it was my money and I was like, if it was me and I was in that predicament and I wasn't going to move. I want to mess it I'd up. Be like, okay, if I can tighten up my the other areas, because that's something that, and, and I know Ron's big on this as well. If you really want someone to learn how to manipulate and put on muscle mass, take them off of everything. Make them do it with food and over the counter supplements. And when you start growing with that, when you put that 100 milligrams back in and you stick to that plan that you figured out works, there's those two to three kilos you were looking for. So, also don't know how drugs hide mistakes. Too. You know, so yeah, he is. Well, probably he is, he is on. It, let's say he he's like forty dose. though. If he comes yeah. off a hundred, he'll just be on zero tests. So, it just well, hundred well, so is a hundred. I yeah. mean, it is basically yeah. off if, if you're on that. But you know, point being yeah. is, is, you can put it on either way. Um, right. I would just be nervous to a place that's that tight. I wouldn't want to lose. I guess here's what I'm saying. I wouldn't risk my hundred milligram prescription. Yeah, to try to rush some gains over twelve weeks that I could gain over nine months without risking it. Yeah, or because here's another solution: move, you can fucking move. Yeah, <laughs> come to America, America. I, you know what? I I think people often forget when they're trying to get back onto their TRT to do a doctor's uh, lab analysis whatever i think that they forget about the other blood levels so let's say you come back and now your hematocrit is through the roof Uh, you know the doctor might look at that and be like hey you know what your trt is messing up your hematocrit we're gonna have to bring that trt level down so there's you know that possibility too maybe your cholesterol starts getting jacked up you know there's that estrogen is like very good point he he doesn't manage his estrogen so his estrogen looks like super high yeah oh we got oh my god you've got a lot of aromatization happening for some reason you know yeah so i did like the idea if you were going to do it to run something shorter but even what about like even a six-week cycle if he's got to check back in you know in three months he could front load like 
front load like four grams of Sustanon. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't don't do that. <laughs> We're derailing really yeah. bad now. <laughs> right. Okay. Hey, don't say I didn't tell him the secret. Okay. I think that might have been all I had here. And not saying that we didn't have more, but that's, that's what I, I was cool. able to find. So I think that was it. That was good. I'm happy with Fantastic. that. That was good. Hmm. Agreed. We did well, gentlemen. I even had a laugh. It's good. You know? It was fun. I think that was episode 180. I think it's going to go up as number 180, which is kind of cool. We're yeah. closing in. This, on this will be the next one. Mills. We had a good topic, you know, the Olympia yeah, yeah. stuff. So people will want to hear that. That'll be the yeah. next one. So prepare for the next episode, guys. It's going to be terrible. You won't like it. Yeah. No, no. effort at all. It's whatever we had left over. <laughs> it's the, it's, it's, you know how Metallica released Load and then like a year later they released Reload and then you realize they actually <laughs> recorded them both at the same time and they were just the leftover tracks. Yeah. Yeah, the ones that'll that be the next episode. Yeah. But for the hardcore yeah. fans who like B sides, yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, this is the Thanks, B side afterthought release next. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks, everybody. I just realized you said B side. <laughs> oh yeah. It's 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 uh, for those of you that don't know what a B side is. It's when you flip the record or the tape, right? Yeah. yeah. Just as people out there that might not know that. Oh, I didn't realize okay. people might not know that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, say you know, you never yeah. know, right? Okay, um, like, share, subscribe, comment. Ring the bell one time. Ring the or, bell or three. one time. Or odd number of times if you're OCD. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, remember, IamMutant.com, North America, USA, and Canada. You can go on there and you can uh, use Dusty20 or Big Ron20. Get 20% off all your mutant stuff. Everyone knows how expensive protein is right now, so it's 20% off if you go on there. And they do have a big Black Friday thing going on. We do Ooh, have to say that. Coming nice, up. Nice. So look for Coming that. Up. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see you gentlemen soon. Okay. Remember, yes, everybody, like I said, it's just bodybuilding.